You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Monday afternoon. And since it's Monday, you know it. It's that time of the week. I'd like to welcome back on the program fitness coach Nathan Solier. Nathan, it's great to see you. How are you doing today? Good day. Good day. Doing really good, really good. The weather it's is... It's a magic day outside. I know. The weather's been really beautiful the last few days. A bit hot, but, you know, at least it's not raining. Very hot. <laughs> That's true. Probably probably not so Thank good to, to work out outdoors, especially when it's sort of really, really sunny during the, the day. But as long as you're hydrated, I mean, what's your feeling on, on that? That's not the topic, by the, by the way, for our listeners, oh, but I just thought yes, I'd segue. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know what? I... I've got some. I've got some friends who are tennis coaches in this town, oh. and they've been really. It's been a real, real struggle because, um, you know, when it's hot like this, it's it's so hot, and they really have to keep the electrolytes up and and making sure that they're hydrated because, in this water is not water's not enough. Yeah, you know, because it'll just literally go through. So you got to really make sure that your mineral content of the water's up, so that way it stays in the body for longer. Yeah, good point. But extremely tough conditions out there for anyone who's, um, you know, who who um, who who is exercising outside and and if if worse is is working outside. So make sure you keep your liquids up. Make sure you keep your high, uh, electrolytes up. Um, and uh, and you know a good product. I know this is a little bit off the what we're going to talk today, but there's a great product on the market called Restore, and Restore is a, a combination of uh, electrolytes, uh, chlorophyll, and um, and a little bit of stevia to sweeten it, and it really does uh, allow the water that you take into the body when you mix this little substance. It's a little like electrolytes, yeah, but a much more powerful. So, speaking of electrolytes, I've heard drinking coconut water is is, is good, but I must say I've had coconut water these uh, in the past, but every time I drink it, it makes me really thirsty. It leaves me more thirsty. I don't it know. Makes- is that is that does that happen to you as well? Um, you know what? You've got to remember, electrolytes also is salts as well. So, if you're just having electrolytes, then you may find that you'll get thirsty quite quickly. So, combining it with, uh, and you'll see, you know, tennis players when they're playing a game, they'll have a bottle of electrolytes. Oh, they'll yeah. have a bottle of water, and they and alternate. Yeah, they'll alternate between them. So that way, you know, they're, they're, they're combining the electrolytes and the water together. So it's a really good point is, is rather than just focusing on just getting the electrolytes into you, make sure you're also drinking, you know, real water, water as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. let's talk about the, the real topic of today. We're talking about proteins and how to sort of get better proteins into your body and whether or not protein shakes actually work and what sorts of protein shakes uh, work better. So maybe let's start off with, with proteins. We know that you can get proteins from things like eggs and, and, and meat, uh, tofu. Uh, what other uh, sort of a natural food uh, is protein sort of in? Well, nuts? proteins are, are, yeah, proteins are um, uh, very simply, as, as I say, there there are proteins with eyes and there's protein with no eyes. And so proteins with eyes are very much animal proteins. You've got beef, you know, you've got cow, you've got chicken, you've got pork, you've got um, fish, uh, and you've got lamb. 
anything with eyes is a what I call a complete protein. And what it does is has the all of the, the BCAAs or the branch chain amino acids that your body actually needs to be able to function at its optimum. So it's really important to be able to get to be able to get those types of animal proteins into our body. We have these teeth that you know that that tell us that we are not carnivores, but we're omnivores. So we do require some protein in our diets. Now that being said, you know there's a big movement right now around um, vegetable proteins, and vegetable proteins are, um, are legumes like beans, uh, nuts, seeds and grains. So what we're trying to do is, is we're trying to get those four things. And because they're an incomplete protein, they don't give you everything that you get from like a satellite, from a, a piece of steak or a piece of lamb or a piece of fish. Um, because the animal so, has done so the work you do for have you, so to speak. Because the animal has done the work for yeah, you. So to speak. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a lot easier for us to be able to break down animal proteins, which which is, you know, which goes against a lot of, you know, when I, I have a lot of people that have trouble digesting beef, for example. Yeah, so that's true. That, that being said, you know, some people have trouble digesting proteins and everyone sort of needs to find out how much protein that your body actually needs to feel at its optimum. Now, they actually have a scale, and it's it's called um, it, it's called the minimum required of proteins that you need for your body, which is 0.7 of a gram of protein, uh, 0.7 of a gram of protein per kilogram of weight. Wow. So we'll keep it simple. If you are 100 kilos, you need 70 grams of of, of proteins to be able to maintain your body right now. So. If you have a piece of steak, for example, and we'll, and, and for just the sim simple, simple terms for the, the listeners, is if you have 100 grams of steak, it is 20 grams of protein in 100 grams of steak because you've, you know, you've got you know, all of the, the sinew and the, uh, and and the fat and, you know, and other and, things. And the, um, fat and, 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 uh, and so forth through it. So it's about 20 grams of protein in a piece of beef. Now, in a, a 100 grams of chicken, it's 22 grams. Oh, so chicken For is actually per... Fish, yeah, so chicken is more. Yeah, it's actually higher. Higher, yeah. Yeah, it's actually higher. Yeah, the only thing is, is like you've got all those other bits and pieces that chicken doesn't really have as much as what beef has. is like iron, for example. Uh, yes. So, you know, you being able to get, um, you know, your, your staple of iron in your diet, they do recommend having beef. If you're going to have, you know, if you do need iron in your diet, it's really difficult to be able to get high levels of beef, um, you know, uh, sorry, high levels of iron if, if you don't have beef. But there are, you know, there, there are a number of different sources that you can get to that don't have as much, you know, iron as beef, but, you know, that's a topic for another day. But the, but the protein levels is, is that we want to be able to, to, to get as many eyes into us as um, as our body needs, and like I said, your body needs about 0.7 of a gram of protein per kilo of weight. So if you're 100 kilos, you need 70 grams of protein. So like I said, if you were if you were eating beef all day, then you want to be having like three and a half steaks in a day. Now Whoa. that may seem <laughs> like a lot for some people, and that's the biggest issue with a lot of people. It's like is half they, a cow. They, they think they're happy. 
a very small cow, yeah. a very small cow. But the, uh, but the thing is, is like a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they're not getting enough proteins into their bodies to be able to maintain the muscle mass they have. So to maintain your muscle mass, and like I said, the, the formula is 0.7 of a gram per kilo of, of weight. And when you do that, then you'll be able to maintain your muscle. Now, that being said, some people want to gain muscle or some people have lost so much muscle that they need to gain muscle mm-hmm. back. And so the, they, re- they reckon you should be getting anywhere between one gram to 1.2 grams of protein into your diet uh, per, per kilo of weight into your diet to be able to gain more muscle. Now, obviously, um, you, you've got to be able to digest that and you can only digest anywhere between 20 and 30 grams of protein per two to three hours. So you cannot just say, okay, I'm going to eat these three and a half steaks and that'll be it. You've got to spread these things over the day. And we lose muscle all day, every day, right? So we've got to make sure that we are getting enough protein in our diets to be able to, to, be able to support our, you know, our metabolism. And, and also the, there's a lot of different functions throughout our body. It supports our hormones. Um, you know, it, it's, it's also great for, you know, for, for bone health. Uh, you know, it, protein also is our building blocks for our muscles. Uh, and, you know, and, you know, and a lot of, you know, if you look at, um, uh, for example, the keto diet, which they use that for cancer sufferers, is that because there's low levels of sugar in beef or no sugars in beef, you can keep an even keel. So your, your, you know, your energy levels stay the same all the way through. Mm. So there's a lot of benefits to be able to make sure that you're getting the right amount of proteins into your body. Now, you've got to remember too, is, is that um, one people do forget is, is about uh, is proteins and, or anything is, is that they don't chew their food until it's liquid. Mm. Yeah. So they've got to start making sure when they're eating proteins and doesn't matter food proteins or any food but they've got to start chewing their food until it's liquid and you know i was just living listening to a podcast the other day and he chooses food this guy ben greenfield he chooses food 27 times wow before he swallowed so that's a lot of chewing right so i tried this out the other day and i get pretty close you know and the thing is is what a, a, a lot of people do forget is is that you know they're they're not being conscious of eating mm. and i've done the same and i don't know if you can identify it's like you're sitting there and you're watching tv and you're just shoving it, it down just eating, yeah. and you're not even sure. yeah you're not even sure whether you're actually chewing on it or just swallowing it whole but the but if you notice if you turn the tv off and you just focus on your chewing you actually get pretty close so when you've got to chew your master it's called mastication yeah and when you chew your food you're mixing it with the enzymes in your mouth when you're chewing it into small, small pieces so that when it goes down your esophagus, you are actually going, when it goes into your stomach, the hydrochloric acid in your stomach has a smaller surface area to be able to break it down so it goes to your large intestine, uh, goes to your small intestine and into your large intestine. If you're not chewing until it's liquid, then what actually happens is like the body's not able to digest all of the amino acids in the beef so it comes out the back end and you, you haven't digested beef, you know, haven't, haven't digested the meat as much, as well as you could. So you went, the question before was, was like, how do we, how do we optimize the proteins into our diet? Well, first thing, make sure you chew it hmm. until it's liquid. 
because in that way you'll be able to digest your food better. The other one that I would recommend it, and it's and it's not linked to be uh, not linked to the protein, is actually making sure that your stomach is ready for food. And so, ready for food, it, it requires hydrochloric acid in your stomach. Now, if you've gone uh, a couple of hours. Uh, or two or three hours or even longer, and, and I would assert, you know, some of us go quite a long time without drinking water, is that we've got to make sure that we're having water 20 to 30 minutes before we have food. Mm, because right. what We it don't want to does, dilute the acid. Correct. Very good. So what it does is it also goes into your stomach. It seeps through your stomach lining. It lubricates your large intestine mm. so that way you can have a poop. What happens then is, is that excess water comes back into your stomach as hydrochloric acid. That's when you're ready for food. Now, you can cheat the system a little bit. You can use things like a little piece of pineapple. A little piece of pineapple also get the juices going in your stomach. Mango is also something else that you can uh, eat before you have food. That will oh, also... Something um, pretty uh, acidic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so something that's going to be able to get that sort of stuff going. Now the the now the, the the next thing that you want to be able to do is of course obviously choose the right proteins for you. Now what I recommend is going on what I call a four day rotation. And four day rotation is you're having uh, let's just take this week you're going to have beef on a Monday. See how that feels. It generally takes around it generally takes around 24 to 48 hours to come out the back end. Uh, and I'll, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a heads up of how, how do you figure that out shortly? But you want to be able to have beef on a Monday, chicken on a Tuesday, fish on a Wednesday, pork, or you can have vegetables on a on a a, a, a pork or, or your beef pro, uh, or vegetarian proteins on a Thursday, or you can actually alternate. So, you, like I said, you've got your your beef, your chicken, your fish, your pork, your uh, vegetarian and see how that makes you feel, right? So if you feel bloated after your meal, odds on that probably wasn't a very good meal for you, okay? Mm -hmm. So, and I just want you to keep it really simple as well, right? So I want you to just have, you know, your beef and, you know, one, maybe two or three types of vegetables. You know, the vegetables that you, you know, you may normally have and you can rotate them. So when you have that and you feel bloated or you feel tired afterwards, um, or if you feel, even if it's two or three hours after you feel hungry again, you might find that that was not a good protein for you. So the next day you'd repeat the same process. Now I found out with mine is, is that when I have beef, I feel tired. Ah. Oh. And so what I gathered from that, I was like, great, I took beef out of my diet. Guess what? I just had chicken, fish, pork. Uh, lamb. Uh, I, I love I, I love vegetarian dishes, but I feel weak on vegetarian dishes. But I do put vegetarian dishes in there for myself. But my point being is, is when I had that beef and when I had that vegetarian, I noticed straight away that I it didn't sit with me very well. So then all of a sudden I could go right. So I can either replace that beef with something else, or I could just eliminate it and you know go off the chicken, pork, and and fish that that I'm that or, or even lamb. You know if if they feel okay for you. So that's a, another way of being able to optimize the absorption of proteins because, you know, we, we are all allergic to proteins uh, in little bits of different ones. So have you heard of the saying, 
um, you know, one man's medicine is another man's poison. Yeah. It's, it's, if you apply it to this proteins, it fits perfectly because some people don't do very well on beef. Some people do really well on chicken. Yeah. So you've got to be able to do that. Now, here's the other one that I also get your, your, your listeners to consider is be as organic, grass-fed, free-range as you can. And what I mean by uh, organic is try to get hormone-free. Now, if you can't get you can't get organic, then what you can do is you can go hormone-free. Um, you can also go local. Um, you can also go um, uh, local, and then you can go into conventional after that. So that's the pattern that I would follow: organic mm. at the top, organic, free range, grass fed hormone-free, and then work your way down from there, okay? So that's another way of being able to optimize the proteins into your body. We've only got two minutes left, Nathan. Just very quickly, we didn't even get to protein shakes. We might have to save that for another time. I feel like protein part two. But I just wanted to talk about eggs very quickly. That's another thing that people often talk about. Um, It's a great source of protein. Um, Is it safe to... And then people say, oh, you know, you you can have high cholesterol from eggs. So how safe is it to to have uh, uh, eggs as part of your, your, your daily, diet um and also maybe is it better to have egg white versus egg yolk we've got uh, a minute and a half left okay well there's a great book that you read that i recommend you read there's two this called the cholesterol con and the other one's called the cholesterol myth and both of those tell you that you know the the fats that we put in our diet doesn't actually give us cholesterol Mm. the biggest thing that you'll get especially if you read another book called your body's many crisis water is the high cholesterol will be caused by your dehydration so, yes, some people may have really high cholesterol, but you get high cholesterol from two things, from dehydration and high processed food. So they are the ones that you want to be aware of. Okay, so if you're having eggs a lot, don't stress too much about it, man. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had people come in and do this, and then I've tested on myself, and then I've gotten tested again and see how high cholesterol. My cholesterol is super low. But that being said about eggs, eggs, you want to be able to, same thing. It's like chicken, right? So remember, eggs come from chicken. You want to rotate it. So you don't want to be having eggs every day. You want to be able to rotate it. And having a four-day rotation where you have eggs once every four days is a better way of being able to optimize the absorption of, of proteins into your body. Wow, terrific. Um, Nathan, I learned so much from you today. Let's definitely revisit uh, the the topic of protein. I feel like we still haven't gotten into protein shakes, but let's definitely uh, revisit another time. This is such a big topic. Uh, Remind our listeners once again, how can we find out more about you and your work? Are you on social media and your Instagram as well? Oh, yes, yes. So you can go to my Instagram account, which is LeePT Studio, or you can go to my Facebook with the same name, LeePT Studio. Or if you really want some stuff, because I know that I've posted a couple of YouTube videos on Elite Personal Training Hong Kong about protein. So you'll be able to get some access to that straight away as well. Excellent. Nathan, always a pleasure to have you on the show. And I look forward to uh, more chats with you next time. Thank you so much.